Now, fathers, or those thinking of becoming fathers, listen up. And equally, mothers, or those thinking of becoming mothers, listen up. Because the idea of fathering needs reclaiming. That's the conclusion that Benique Moget has come to. She's a psychotherapist who's turned her attention from mothers and childbirth to fathering for a new book taking its inspiration uh, from the work of the famous analyst Carl Jung. And she's with me in studio. Benique, you're very welcome indeed. Uh, in the studio and also in our Waterford studio is family therapist and father of two boys, Fergus Hogan. Fergus, good morning to you. Morning, Marion. You can hear us loud and clear down there. Um, if I could start with you, Benique, the the central argument um, relates to the belief that all children need to experience both mother and father. Well, I would say that uh, wh- what it is really is that uh, children are born expecting uh, a, f- a mother and a father or a male and a female role model. And uh, that in today's world... Um, things have changed quite a lot so it's not a given that children will have a mother and a father or that mother and the father indeed will be there throughout their childhood when you say the baby's born with an expectation what do you mean by that um well uh, the child isn't born a kind of blank slate this is you know the psychological uh, uh, idea behind it that the child is already has an idea that the child is already born with innate predispositions this is a jungian idea to, to experience life in a particular way like we inherit uh, we inherit ways of behaving, we inherit thoughts, we inherit ideas from our ancestors and from our parents. So um, the child is expecting some kind of uh, role model when he's born or she's born. And uh, uh, if, 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 if the role model isn't exactly you know, what they would have expected, sometimes um, it, it, what we're saying is that it has an effect on how you grow up and how you uh, experience life later on. It creates patterns in you um, and I mean the book is, is really about the father on a couple of levels it's not just fathers out there it's also our inner image of the male like you and I Marion we have an inner man kind of so it's a, a male aspect to our personality and that is based on our experience of our fathers um, so one of the reasons I was writing the book uh, is that uh, the mother has always been looked at as the m- most important and indeed she is figure in a child's life but uh, uh, at the expense of the father a little bit. And in today's world where there's an increasing divorce rate in uh, single-parent families, there's an increasing number of children who grow up without fathers. And what I'm saying is that there is, this has an impact. What is the impact? The impact would appear to be um, uh, what we're seeing now, which is a huge uh, increase in, in suicide rates, particularly among young men. I mean, that's that four times more likely to commit suicide than women. Yes, but I've never heard a connection made between uh, young men who commit suicide and young men who haven't had experience of fathers. No, you may not, but I think that there is a link there. There is a definite link there because uh, it's a sense of emotional isola- isolation that the boys uh, feel. It seems to be that... Uh, these youngsters maybe don't have a kind of role model. They don't have something that they can look up to. I mean, it's not necessary. You can't say that this means this, but it, it is an aspect, I think, of uh, society today that 
uh, boys seem to be having more trouble than girls. There's no doubt about it. Right. I know, yeah, clearly they are. Yeah. Um, but it's just because I'm thinking of the numbers of people that I have interviewed whose who's, who's, uh, sons did commit suicide and I would hate the impression to be given in any way that they didn't have fabulous fathers because I've interviewed them and some of them were indeed fabulous fathers. But is it is it a wider thing within society? It is a much wider thing, absolutely. And it's it's more to do really with the changing of traditional roles, I think. Uh, the changing of, of men's traditional roles and, uh, you know, uh, for example, um, uh, assisted reproduction, which is, has a huge, uh, um, you know, which is hugely beneficial in lots of ways. That, that can also give the impression that the, uh, the male isn't needed. I mean, women can have babies without the active presence of men. Now, that doesn't mean that they, that, that Yeah, that but they necessary. can't do it without sperm. Yeah, exactly, certain, exactly. Certain basic things. Of course, but then, but then the child, how does the child learn about its father? Do you see what I mean? There has to be some kind of role model. And now the point is that children can find their role models in other males or in schools, or in boys' clubs, or uh, sports, and all of that stuff. Um, but I, th I think that the, that the point really is, is that uh, there's a lot of fathers who are suffering out there because of uh, being separated from their children. It's, it's kind Undoubtedly, of, and we're yeah, hearing more and more from them. Yeah, that's right. And it's, it's kind of like uh, a little bit the neglected side of things, and that children do need their fathers. What I mean, there are a number of things that you talk about that the father uh, gives to either a daughter or a son, but say particularly a son, and that it it, it involves distancing a little from the mother. That's that's absolutely right, and that's one of the most crucial uh, elements of the father's influence because uh, when the child is born he is uh, very close to his mother obviously or, or her mother and the father's role comes in the father comes in uh, at a particular point to help the child separate from the mother emotionally speaking so it's a crucial thing to happen and and, and what's happening in there well what's happening is that the child begins to see a sense of something else uh, other than himself and mother uh, begins to see the world out there begins to see a third party um, and uh, uh, emotionally begins to separate. Now, boys, you see, there's a difference between boys and girls because girls, we have to identify with our mothers in order to grow into women. Uh, boys have to identify with their fathers. Now, if there's a weak or absent father, for example, um, boys may find it quite hard to separate from their mothers emotionally. Now, it's very subtle really. And the second part of the book you see is about fathers and relationships. So it looks at how your experience of being fathered or not fathered, not being adequately fathered, will influence your relationships later on in life. Right. I mean, we've heard that so often about mothers, that you'd be terrified to be a mother. <laughs> you might be terrified to be a father uh, by the by the end of this. Fergus, what, what do you think? And do you think that there is a crisis in fathering? Well, I think the book is a really important contribution to the debate around what is it that fathers do for their children, what does fathers do in families, and what in society, what's the role for father in society. So, and I, I would agree with the central idea that, that, you know, the real danger has been that fathers are becoming to be seen as the, the disposable parent. Um, and we can, we, can have, we can be or we can have absent fathers, not just in the physical sense that we are living in single parent families or we grow up without our dad, but... Some of us as men can be absent, even if we're sitting at home on the couch. We can be absent emotionally, we can be weaker, we can be distracted through work. So the book really, you know, reading it as a man and as a father, really reminds me to challenge myself and think about what is it that I do 
uh, with my children? What is it that fathers do in society? And I think uh, Benique is correct that the, the absence of fathers is creating all sorts of problems. You you make the point that about physical um, contact, not in the sense of, of of real intimacy, obviously, but that just physical presence beside a child is hugely important part of a father's role. Benique. Yeah. Yes, in a way um, it is because the child um, has the closeness with the mother is a given um, and she has a certain uh, energy, you know, and which is passed on to the child. The child is, is, is intimate with the mother, but the, the, the child needs to become sort of intimate with the father, particularly boys, uh, because he has a different energy. He has he's a different feel about him. And uh, and for boys the father is the role model therefore boys will look at their father and say I want to be like daddy when I grow up but but even to the point I gather that even just sitting on the same couch matters it matters I suppose yes in the sense that you're talking about a kind of a closeness which which is is without words you know it's just a closeness and I think that it does influence how um, how we are when we grow up how how comfortable we are with intimacy would you go along with that fergus yeah i would i think i think the danger is if we split the world too much into masculine and feminine or men and women if if we say if we fall into the trap of saying that men and women are so different i think there's so much that we have a a, a, a likeness together and i think that's one of the key things that benning is saying that we need to grow into a wholeness uh, mm. we need to grow into an integrated sense of that men can also be caring Nurturing. I think the problem for some of us men is that we thought that we have to be just providers, hunter gatherers. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't go along with that at all. I think I think the world. Uh, I think I think women are very good at nurturing, but I think men have that in them as well. You know, Benning talks about women having an inner father or an inner man. I think we as men have inner women, and, and but. I think that and Benning doesn't say this in the book, but the problem for lots of us guys is if we're talked about getting in touch with our feminine side we yeah. become afraid of that we become afraid of being called sissies as young men or queer or gay and and we need to we need to bridge that we need to get over that fathers need to be able to be physically intimate nurturing caring because it's not just good for boys and children and girls growing up it's really good for us as men that that gentleness that caring that nurturing that being actively involved as you say marion just being with our kids but also talking through the difficulties with them, telling them how difficult it is for us because, you know, you're right, it's terrifying to become a father for men too and and lots of men don't know what their fathers do. So so even the good dads... How do you mean don't know what their fathers do? Well, Benning's point is correct that we've, you know, predominantly the women, the mothers are the stay-at-home carers, the primary carers and that... Well, less and less so now. Well, there's more men be staying at home but still overall it's more it falls to women the burden of that and, and the joy of that care and nurturing but you see lots of men are tied up with going out to work so as young children we see our fathers leave the house in the morning and wonder what do they do we know what our mothers do so we need to bring fathers back into the home um, and back into family lives and I think the balance in the dynamics that, that Benning talks about in her book is that some women need to allow men to do that uh, so we need to invite men back in, but we also need to challenge men. You want to take that up? Yeah, I, I think that's very important, uh, Fergus, that you say that because 
this is the point that um, particularly towards the end of the book when I'm talking a bit about relationships uh, the part about relationships that uh, it's like redressing the balance a bit that men do you know have the sensitivity have the feelings and they're, they're, that they haven't you know it's the world that we've created in the West particularly has made it difficult for men to um, find a place for this and that women need to allow this do you see what I'm saying you know that, that there needs to be more of a uh, an equality around it somehow. Yeah, mind you, can you, you talk about Western society and that there are no male initiation rights. When you're talking about male initiation rights, are you talking about what I think you're talking about? Well, I think what what I, I was trying to make the point there that the that there aren't. Um, I mean, sports are, are, are can be sp male initiation rights. It's just that, like that any of the fellows that I know wouldn't be keen on the more <laughs> traditional kind of male initiation rights. Hmm. But but you make the point that it. It, it makes a statement that you're now a man. I think so. It, it's something. It's like whether it's beating your father at chess or mm -hmm. um, going out and spending a couple of nights camping on the mountain with your dad or something. It, it's, it's something that, that marks... That those initiation rites had, had their uses in terms of marking the separation that's right. I, yeah. I think that's a really interesting point. It's, I think it's really tricky to write about that and, and to make a point around men's initiation. But it's very, very, it's, it's almost impossible in the West now or in Ireland to decide when does a boy become a man? That when do I, uh, or when do any boys become men? You know, some of the points around women's initiation, and I think birthing or, or uh, periods, define, you know, in a way when a girl yeah. becomes a woman. And lots of boys, so, so the book talks about some, some men never growing up, always being boyish and always being... Uh, playful and that that's really important for men to have that fiery energy but it's also important for us to be able to be other things as well to be responsible caring nurturing hard-working so men need to be uh, you know have to embody a multiple masculinity to have multiple selves and and that's the piece i think the book is reclaiming for us that mm. okay can i cut across you there because i want to take a break and a reminder to our listeners that the